welcome back to The Attic. This is your first show of 2017 and I couldn't be happier to be back with you all. So if you're just tuning in, do you say tuning in on a podcast? Anyway, my name is Charlotte and I am your host. Each week here on The Attic, we will review a different show, either on or off West End, in or around London town. Not only that, I'm going to give you a little bit of history about the show and the theatre it's performed in, a general bit of everything, if I do say so myself. So 2016 was a great year, but 2016-17, we are going bigger and better than ever before. We've got more in store for you this year, so now I think it's time to get on with the show. Well, I popped into press night of the depraved appetite of Torare the Freak, a bit of a mouthful, performed at Wilton's Music Hall. It will be staying there until the February 18th, so that's about two and a half weeks to catch it. The depraved appetite of Torare the Freak takes on the story of the 18th century Frenchman whose insatiable hunger and unusual diet was one of the first cases of polyhagia to be recorded in the history of medicine and turns it into an extraordinary chamber opera for puppets. Conceived by brothers Toby and Tom Poster, the show begins with Terare on the autopsy table and explores the myths surrounding this macabre story. He's presented as both a monster and a victim through a series of episodes in his extraordinary life, paraded as a freak, swallowing corks, snakes, cats, exploited by the military as a spy and experimented on by the medical profession after his incarceration in military hospital. The libretto explores these tensions with remarkable pathos and humour, despite the dark subject matter. Now, what makes this grotesque tale even more spine-tingling is the fact it is based on the real life of a man, coincidentally called Tarare, and his struggles throughout his life. Although this is a sinister tale, as we embrace the journey of Tarare's life, along with the characters, we were on a macabre path of misfortune. This tore away at my heartstrings, yet at the same time, there were plenty of parts throughout the show that made me laugh out loud. They had such a mix of gruesome and gleeful between the show. I always forget how much I love shows with puppets in them. Whenever I go to the theatre and know there's going to be puppets involved, I think, oh, what have I got myself into? And to this date, I've not seen a puppet show in the theatres that I've been disappointed with. Everyone in the show has honed their craft to perfection. The puppeteers were skillful at bringing the characters to life. It amazes me how they do this. Along with the puppetry, our talented singers Michael Longdon and Daniel Harlock attack the dynamic vocals required of the operatic performance. I felt there were so many completely different elements that made up the show that you wouldn't necessarily always expect to be together. This didn't give it a slight air of originality and grasped my attention throughout. I was very aware that it was a true story and to the best of my knowledge, the show doesn't seem to bend the truth as I did do quite a bit of research on Tararo when I knew I was going to go see the show. I felt the puppets in the show brought a different energy and portrayed Tararo and the other characters involved in his dramatic life in ways that I don't think a person could have, as they require you to use your imagination as well. I think this is why I do enjoy them, as I am a big kid at heart. Now, saying that, 
I did not enjoy imagining some of the gruesome scenarios Torare ended up in. And there were quite a few. The depraved appetite of Torare the Freak has been playing on my mind since walking out of the Wilton's Music Hall on Wednesday. Now, the Wilton's Music Hall is a gem in the heart of London and the oldest grand music hall in the world. It presents a year-round programme of exceptional live music and world-class productions alongside learning and participation workshops that engage the local community and schools. The Music Hall is located on the east end of London and if I'm honest, it is a little bit out of the way. About a 10-minute walk from Tower Hill Tube Station. But who doesn't enjoy an evening stroll walking past the Tower of London and Tower Bridge lit up in the evening? The venue was literally a hidden gem, with not only the concert hall, which was a lot bigger than I expected it to be, with its rustic charm that looked like something out of a fairy tale. It's also home to two bars, the Mahogany Bar and a Cocktail Bar, along with a restaurant open Monday to Saturday. All three spaces continue the theme of the musical, the perfect spot to hide away from the hustle and bustle of London. If you would like to go and see The Depraved Appetite of Torare the Freak, it is playing until February 18th. Shows on Monday to Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. Tickets are only £10 and I do strongly suggest if you do decide to go along to get there a couple of hours early and enjoy the restaurant. You can plan ahead and you can see their website with the menus included on it. Mm -mm. If you are not in London at the moment and happen to be lucky enough to be in Bath or Oxford in March, the depraved appetite of Torah the Freak will be coming to you, so make sure you catch it when it's there. They also have some great stuff coming up at Wilton's Musical. The Attic looks the, likes the look of ham and passion. Donada Dance Theatre presents a gender-bending evening of seductive and provocative dance choreographed by Carlos Pons Guerra. From a dinghy cabaret in Civil War Barcelona, where a drag artiste murders her fascist lover backstage. Passing through a lustful duel of seduction between two machos and ending with a divine apparition in a kitchen in 1950s Seville. Ham and Passion is an exhilarating and filmic spectacle that promises to subvert the senses. A true feast of meaty dance soaked in salsa of passion. Now the time has come to find out how many stars we are going to give the depraved appetite of Torare the Freak. It took me such a long time to learn how to say that. The Attic is going to give it three star rating. I was impressed how they managed to bring the gruesome tale to life with all of the elements that they used. It is well worth a watch, so make sure you get on out there and see it. It's definitely something different for you to get your teeth into. Thank you so much for joining me on The Attic. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you go out and see some amazing shows this week. If you do, make sure you send me a tweet and let me know what you're going to go see and if it's worth going to see. You can follow the show on at The Attic Review and let's find out what you are enjoying in the city in 2017. Our favourite place at the Antic to book tickets to get the best deals is the app Today Ticks. There are loads of lotteries available on which they're constantly updating and changing. The one they have on there at the moment that I would really like to see is Dream Girls. How it works is you click on the show you want to see and then you go to the Enter Here link. Once you've done that, if you win the lottery, you'll be contacted a little bit later on in the afternoon 
and you'll be able to whip up either your front row seat or your premium seat. Not only that, I have a promo code for this site. So if you also want £10 off your order, put in the promo code MGEVB for £10 off. So that's M for Matilda, G for Guys and Dolls, E for Vita, V for Vanities, and B for Blood Brothers. So you'll get £10 off your order. Why not? Anyway, that's our first show for 2017. The Attic will be back next week, so we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks for listening.